Okay, now are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? You don't have any notes. You're making me nervous. I am, I do have notes. Where? They are digital notes. <laughs> They're in my mind cave. <laughs> I'm going into my mind palace. <laughs> like that. I'm Sherlock. <laughs> the best Sherlock. No, okay. We're not going to get into this on the like while audio recording. Why? I love all Sherlock's. I know, but you have such bad tastes in Sherlock's. <gasps> no, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. I have excellent okay. taste in I watched um, a Romanian Sherlock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was really, really bad. Like that. Well, first of all, it was in Romanian and it was like badly dubbed. Like even I could tell it was badly dubbed. Okay. And I don't speak Romanian, but I was just like, mm, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> and I don't know. It was just weird. All right. Are you ready? I asked you that like two minutes ago and know, you were like, no, let you... me finish the thought. <laughs> but you always, do you never do the actual intro? So I, I need to know when you're ready for me to do the intro. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Can't do it with you staring at me. <laughs> Welcome back to What Does That Even Mean? I am Gabby and I'm here with Nicole and we're at Octavia Fields Library, which is now open to the public at 75 percent capacity yes so it's awesome but being at 75 percent capacity means that we can't really do in-person programming right now which no. is a bummer because the little kids are coming in and they want to do story times and as a children's librarian that's even though you know how i get with like my anxiety before the program where i don't really want to do it because i'm just like do i really have to like i don't really know i've to. never experienced that <laughs> with you while trying to do virtual programming i can't I, I, i've never experienced that like at all <laughs> anyways it's like way worse in person <laughs> but i still miss it like i still like seeing the little kids in the story time and technically it would be keely's story time so i'm kind of just a yeah so like now you get all the fun of seeing kids in story time yep. without having to actually do the story yeah. time which that's I... that assistant manager <laughs> yep. privilege <laughs> so we're open we are open but we're not able to do in-person programming. Yes. But even when we are, this podcast is going to continue. It's just going to be me, you, and Vicky's supply closet <laughs> once a month. <laughs> what is this episode about? Uh, this is part two of job hunting. Did you hear back from that job you applied to? As a bit or like <laughs> yeah. the actual job that I applied to? Oh. <laughs> Both. <laughs> No, I have not heard back from the job I applied to. Uh, but in the bit, yes, I have. <laughs> nice. All right. So let's review what we what part one was about because it's been so long. It's been a while. <laughs> what was part one about? I um, don't we... listen to our podcast. <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I, think, I love listening to it. Well, we talked about job hunting, like mm -hmm. how do you start job hunting, what mm -hmm. you need. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about your resume, your, your resume. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and the skills that you can put on your resume, especially mm -hmm. if you maybe don't have job experience. Yep. Um, you still have experience. <laughs> you just don't have it on the job. Yeah. You weren't paid for it. Yeah. Your professional email. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not hot pants. 95. 95. And then other things like how to, how to find jobs, mm -hmm. you know, where you go to look for jobs. Mm -hmm. And then how to actually apply. 
to create an account with different mm -hmm. job websites and send yeah, in yeah, your yeah, resume yeah. and fill out, even if it's redundant, fill out all the information it's mm -hmm. asking for. That's very important. That's part of the vetting process of it a lot is, of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now mm -hmm. we've applied for our job mm -hmm. and we got a call back for Yay! an interview. We're, oh, we're, are you so, nervous? No, because this is a bit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get nervous for your regular when you apply for jobs? Just out of curiosity, because I do, and I'm an excellent interviewer, interviewee, right? I don't really get nervous so much as, <laughs> but, like, it's a very fragile kind of calm mm -hmm. in that, like, if anything knocks me off my game that morning, like, mm. I immediately get flustered and yeah. it shows. Yeah. So I need everything to be, like, to go exactly. My last job interview, I was late and there, we had some technical issues where, mm. like, the invite to the Teams meeting got sent to my spam email for some reason. So I couldn't find it. So, I... so note to self, just as an aside, mm -hmm. check your spam. <laughs> so when you get called for an interview, mm -hmm. The person on the other end, either somebody from the HR department mm -hmm. or maybe even the hiring manager who's going to be interviewing you, mm -hmm. will tell you what time and place, like what time you need to be there and where you need to go, whether it's going to be on Zoom or Microsoft Teams or whatever. Or if it is on a virtual interview, I would recommend that you ask them, hey, what email are you sending this invite from? When can I look for this invite? Mm -hmm. That way you can keep an eye out on your spam folder, yeah. unlike me who <laughs> did not. So if you'll remember from our last episode, our one of our previous episodes, mm -hmm. that Gabby is a big digital planner, mm -hmm. um, uses mostly digital stuff, and I write things down. Mm -hmm. um, even if you're a digital planner, I would strongly recommend you write this down physically with your hands because you are going to remember it better that way. I Make always sure... add um, a little calendar, just a, um, a reminder of my calendar as well. You should write down the name of the person who's going to be interviewing sure. you. This kind of goes back to that um, Excel file that we were talking mm -hmm. about creating because now you've gotten a callback so you can go into your little spreadsheet and say, you know, callback received or whatever, and you can write all the pertinent information in there, including interview, who you talk to, possibly who you're interviewing with. Sometimes mm -hmm. that helps. Um, and you might not get called for an interview. You mm -hmm. might get an email. Yeah. So this goes back to checking your email yes. every day yes. and maybe having an email specifically for finding jobs and mm -hmm. then like your other email that you use to sign up for everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a good so, idea. Like I, I have a spam email. Do you? I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> But, Is it not bad? It's 95. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like for this interview at Octavia Fields, uh, I interviewed as a part-time mm -hmm. employee and then got later promoted to full-time. But for my part-time interview, um, I was actually emailed by Vicky mm. to set up the... Our Vicky? Our Vicky, yes, Aww, the one and only, cool. <laughs> um, to set up the appointment for my interview. Nice. And when, um, so I emailed her back and forth about what times and, yeah, times did and she give you an option? Because sometimes that's nice also when they do that and they give you several days with which to kind of say, oh, yeah, this time is good. I don't like it when they say, this is the only day available, available, available. <laughs> I think that they gave me a day and mm -hmm. told me, like, time slots, okay. if I remember correctly, usually which is how usually works. how it works. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, to try like, to get all the interviewing done in one day so people yeah, don't Yeah, because it's to... just like, especially if you have multiple people on mm-hmm. the panel, like mm-hmm. that's easier for scheduling. Mm-hmm. And some people, some, some companies do it all on one day just because of scheduling issues. Mm-hmm. And also I think that makes it a little bit more fair for everybody. Yeah. Like if, you know, Gabby's a bat, in a bad mood when she's hiring, you know, she's doing interviews on Friday, like then everybody gets to <laughs> have to deal with Gabby's bad mood instead of just... I will you try know. not to be in a bad mood if I ever have to interview someone. That's weird. Anyway, so I in my interview, um, they gave me a day mm-hmm. and I picked the times mm-hmm. and or I picked the time that I was going to come in. And there were three people in my interview mm-hmm. and they all took turns asking me questions. Yep. And that's generally the standard mm-hmm. for an inter- job interview. Like that's generally the standard experience, I would say. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's just you one-on-one. Mm-hmm. with a hiring manager i've done interviews like that as well mm-hmm. and they have like a list of things that list of questions that they are going to ask you they ask they should hopefully ask everybody the same <laughs> questions yes yes to make it fair i think they so well, i think the questions are meant to um evoke a response and show a little bit of your personality like you should always strive to show a little bit of your personality like the best parts of your personality <laughs> in an interview because you you want to put your best foot forward. So, you know, the questions are meant to be thought provoking and to kind of get at who you are as a person in, in, in different situations. Cause it's usually scenarios too. Like they'll ask you like, you know, tell us about a time when, you know, you had a rough customer and like how you handled it and like, how did you calm the customer down and blah, blah, blah. Those are like standard customer service type questions that you're going to be asked, which I'm, I'm sure once, once we get going with the bit again, I'm sure we'll, we'll, you know, we can run through some questions to kind of like prepare you for your interview in case this is your first one. Yeah. Because um, I think that's, it can be daunting walking into some, in an interview and you're not really sure what you're walking into. It's like a firing squad. <laughs> I mean, your interview is uh, your case, your time to make your case mm-hmm. as to why the employer should hire you specifically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's also like the hiring manager's opportunity to vibe check you to mm-hmm. see like, okay, well, I can tell Gabby's going to be very adaptive. I can tell she's going to be, she's really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, or like this per, or instead of that, like be like, this person's really seems kind of shy. Mm-hmm. So maybe like, they're not going to be best in a really customer oriented business or a sales business. Cause that's yeah, sales also. Yeah. Oh, man, that's um, <laughs> So one of the things that kind of stinks about going into a job interview is that it's your opportunity to make the case as to why an employer should hire you. And personal appearance is unfortunately a big part of that. Yes. Um, So when you go into your interview, you want to wear nice, like business type clothes, Mm -hmm. some slacks, a blouse, uh, a nice shirt or a blouse. Mm -hmm. Um, I I hate blouses, but I will wear a blouse for an interview. I usually go into my interviews wearing slacks. Um, I wore my... a blazer for my assistant manager interview, which Ooh. I was just like, ew, um, corporate. <laughs> I know. Uh, I go into interviews and I wear slacks and a button down, mm-hmm. a plain like a plain yes. button down. Not even one of your happy ones. Like, oh yeah, one of my so cute. Like, yeah, like <laughs> not not my one space of the... shirt. I do yes. not go in wearing my astronaut shirt. No. Uh, or my pineapple shirt. Yeah, which I think is, 
I really wish that the emphasis was yes on neatness. Like I agree, it needs you need to present a professional, neat appearance. Mm-hmm. But who's to say that neat it has to be such a cookie cutter concept? My my personal opinion is, or my personal belief is <laughs> that when I go into an interview, I'm not going to show up wearing something that I wouldn't yeah. wear on the job. Right. Um, so I'm not going to show up with a full face of makeup. One, right. because I don't own any. I'm not going to buy any for a job interview. Yeah. And two. Um, like I'm not going to wear like blouses or skirts or heels or things <laughs> that like I wouldn't normally wear because then I show up to my first, I get the job and I show up to my first day in yeah. my like real clothes mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, um, who is this? Yeah. Like, this is yeah. not the person that we hired. Correct. So that's my, that's my personal belief on mm-hmm. it. I was I also it's... like, but there were times when I would, um, if I knew I had a job interview in a couple of weeks, like I would grow out my hair so that my undercut wasn't so, so short mm-hmm. and um, people like would view that differently yeah. than. Well, it, it, you know, unfortunately we live in a society where appearance plays a large part of how people perceive and treat you. Unfortunately, um, yeah. because I don't think that it, I'm trying to teach my daughter that, you know, it, there's more to a book than its cover and you know, you can't just see someone and make an assumption right away. That's not, that's not fair to them and it's not fair to yourself. So um, I'm trying to teach her that, but unfortunately it is what it is and that's how the world works. Um, and you're right. Like sometimes it, it just letting those couple weeks of growth <laughs> where you're undercut could make a huge difference in the way that someone perceives you and I like your undercut, whatever. <laughs> I mean, my undercut looks very good, like, and it looks very professional. Like, it's not shaggy or, and right. I take care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I make sure that I take care of my hair really well. Like, so when I go in, like, yes, this is a professional look. I, mm-hmm. I do make an effort to be professional mm-hmm. when I walk in, but that means different things for different people. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like a lot of people that I've found, like when I interview for jobs, they don't really like it, when a masculine presenting woman walks in and is mm-hmm. like, um, there has to be like, there's like this visible moment where they look me up and down and are like, what's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to make of this? Mm-hmm. And I do know that this is not from my personal experience, but I do know that a lot of people, um, a lot of my friends who are black have had to like yeah. wear wigs to cover up their natural hair or have had issues because they wear their hair in dreads and mm-hmm. people or braids and people don't think that that's professional. Mm-hmm. I've had people, other friends who have really, really curly hair who had to straighten their, like spend hours and hours straightening <laughs> their hair ridiculous. and like all of this stuff because, you know, we have a very, um, this is controversial, but we do have a, like our professional culture is very based around a very particular look and that look is whiteness mm-hmm. in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and um so if you don't have straight hair mm-hmm. if you don't have you know like a certain way of dressing mm-hmm. because of cultural whatever um if you don't have like that kind of thing um if you don't wear if you're a woman or female or however you want to identify but people look at you as female and you don't walk in with like a skirt and a blouse, you walk in with slacks and (laughs) button up. Um, People are going to look at you differently, look at you as less professional. Mm -hmm. And um, that's something, I mean, it's kind of depressing, uh, Mm -hmm. especially when you're first starting out your job, but it may be something that you want to think about is 
you know, is this person going to think that I look unprofessional because I have dreadlocks mm -hmm. or because I don't wear makeup in an interview? Mm -hmm. I think that's changing a lot mm -hmm. from, and I can see that it's changing a lot from when I first started applying to jobs yes. to <clears throat> now. Mm -hmm. When I first started interviewing, I was 16. Mm -hmm. So now even 10 years later, I feel much more comfortable walking in without makeup on one because I'm an adult and if someplace wants me to wear makeup for a job interview I don't want to work there yep. um, but <laughs> also like <clears throat> I notice different reactions from hiring managers and I've noticed you know there's kind of a cultural change that's happening mm -hmm. um, but it is still present at certain jobs that you are expected to look a certain way and unfortunately well yeah well because think about think about uh like applying for a fast food job mm -hmm. you're going to be working the register or the drive-through mm -hmm. they want you to look a certain way so as to be welcoming with air quotes to the public to the public at large um and even though you may be working in a location where you really do reflect the community the corporate idea know, is yeah, very is different still, yeah. yeah exactly so that's something to think about also when applying, I think. So I know we're backtracking and going back to part one again, but just, you know, it, it you, you pull, you point out a, a very good, or you make a really good point here of you're not going to work any place where they're going to expect you to wear a full face of makeup. I would never apply someplace where, like, even in when I was young and, like, <laughs> healthier and in better shape, I would never have applied at a place like Hooters, for example, oh, or, yeah. uh, like, Twin Peaks or anything like that where I would have to wear a dress a certain way because that's just not me and I'm not comfortable with that. You know what I mean? But just be aware. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's just really difficult. Um, I feel like it's kind of depressing for mm -hmm. us to talk about because mm -hmm. we do like to keep it light and fun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're doing a disservice to our audience if we don't mention this. Yeah. Um, that, you know, even when you're applying in the job world, you're still applying in the world that we live in. Yes. And, you unfortunately. know, unfortunately, <laughs> like... I wish you could live in my world. My world is rainbows and... Yeah. You know, um, and poops. <laughs> um, in my world, I can go into a job interview and wear my astronaut, my favorite shirt, which is my astronaut shirt. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it's a great shirt. Uh, <laughs> but the we still live in this world, mm -hmm. and we have to unfortunately play by its rules because you can't just like walk into a job interview and be like, "Hey, like, screw your corporate yeah. idea of," because yeah. then you're just not going to get a job. Yeah, but this, <laughs> and you need the money. This goes friend. back, yeah. But this goes back to you know being informed and being active in your in the politics of your community as well. Yes. Because little by little, a bunch of us can make a big change. So yeah, every vote counts. Remember, go back to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, everything you do in this world is going to matter for some reason, yes. um, yeah. or another. So just be aware when you're doing your life and making your choices mm -hmm. that you're making good choices not just for you but maybe for the people around you as well yep um like if they we said, all thought if we all thought about a little bit about everybody else and not just ourselves this world would be a better place just a little bit yeah <laughs> still think about yourself sometimes yeah well, watch for out for sure. yourself of course but, because if you don't who's who's going to but but you know, also just think about your maybe like think people. about like <laughs> the people in traffic when you're <laughs> driving across six lanes of traffic like maybe think about them too <laughs> like yeah. the other people in the cars <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, i feel uh, like I, I feel i'm being attacked <laughs> uh, yeah. are you does that apply to you i ain't driving <laughs> um 
Anyway, so when you go in, don't wear... There's some other stuff. We talked about some of the big, like, kind of depressing stuff. But yeah. there's other stuff that's really basic. Don't go in wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Mm-mm. Well, I would say even if you know that the uniform you are going to w- be mm-hmm. wearing every day is going to be completely different mm-hmm. from... Still dress up. <laughs> still dress up for the job interview. Because also, this is another thing, if you wear nice clothes for the job interview, it shows that you want the job. Yeah. That you're taking this seriously. Yeah. and that What's the saying? The dress for the dress for the job that you want. Yeah, that, not the you job just that you said. Have. What's the saying? And I was like, <laughs> Sorry, what thing? <laughs> dress um, for the job you want. That's, that's the. But that's not a don't adage. show up in an astronaut suit when you dress for the job you want. Like <laughs> you're flying a McDonald's. I was yeah. an astronaut. When so I you show up in a full like. No, don't do that. Um, that's a uniform. <laughs> but do go in and like because dressing in business casual, even if it's just slacks and a dress mm-hmm. shirt. Is going to make sure make sure that the imp- hiring manager knows, like, hey, you're serious. This has thankfully never happened to me, but I have heard horror stories from friends where they accidentally spill something <laughs> on their outfit on the way to the interview. Please, please have a backup shirt in your car, like a whole outfit, just in case. I don't know if that's overkill, but like, and like I said, this has never happened to me because I don't drink or eat before interviews because. Even though I'm a very, I'm very good at interviewing, I still get lots of butterflies in my stomach, and it makes me slightly queasy. <laughs> so I, if I, I drink. Anything, I'd probably come back up. <laughs> I drink water because I don't want to walk in and have dry mouth. No. Um, okay. So I bring yeah. a water bottle mm-hmm. with me when I go Same. into the interview. Mm-hmm. If you have spilled coffee, even if it's just small, it's glaring to you. They might not even notice that you have a tiny spot of, you know, like a tiny spot of ketchup from your breakfast or whatnot on your on your tie or your blouse or whatever but you'll feel it and it makes you uncomfortable so it kind of sets the tone yeah you're in one of those tide pins um, <laughs> yeah that's true you should probably always have one of those that's yeah. the uh, adulting 101 <laughs> Pro tip, yeah. number one tip if you're like sitting here listening to this and you're like gabby nicole where am I supposed to find these clothes? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question, and it's totally okay to feel that way. Um, I have been so poor that I had to ask my mother to buy me interview clothes. <laughs> um, if you need cheap interview clothes, you should go to a resale shop. Mm-hmm. Honestly, even if it doesn't like, if you, even if it looks like somebody, you know, somebody's grandma pulled it out or something like that, <laughs> you know, that's why I keep saying like button up and slacks because that look is eternal. Mm-hmm. You are it's never awesome. going to, yeah, like white button up, black slacks, mm-hmm. yep, black shoes, yep, and eternal. You can, you can accessorize if you know to bring out your, make it your own and make it look like something you would actually wear. You can accessorize, which you probably do have accessories, but the actual clothes is where the problem comes in. I mean, I, like I said, I've been in that boat as well. My mom had to buy me an outfit. I think that when I actually applied for the admin assistant and I was in my twenties, like mid twenties. My so. mom has had to buy me work clothes before <laughs> yeah. um, because I, I my first, moms. my second job, uh, my second library job was at a library where we were quote unquote business casual. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually, which wasn't actually true because uh, nobody else was business casual i worked there for like two weeks and i was like everybody else is wearing jeans <laughs> screw you guys um <laughs> but uh my mom went with me to ross mm-hmm. and marshall's yep. That's, and those are good places and we Max purchased another one. a lot of clothes yep. for very cheap mm-hmm. uh 
because and some of that was like stuff that I wouldn't normally wear but I was like you know what when I'm making money I can buy what I want mm-hmm. like with yeah. my pay- paycheck exactly. I don't have a paycheck right now so <laughs> yeah, you take it yeah yeah basically <laughs> um but Goodwill is a good place to go like mm-hmm. places that have like resale shops out of the closet mm-hmm. my favorite resale Play-Doh, shop Plato's closet, Play-Doh's closet. I think, I think maybe yeah um but like places where you can get like Again, just go simple, accessorize, mm-hmm. build it up, yep. accessorize it, and you know you can't go wrong with white, white button up, black slacks, and a good cardigan. Love, yeah, love me a good cardigan. Yeah, a good cardigan, <laughs> nice <laughs> necklace. Yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah, like for that for sure. And earrings. I love you know I love yeah. earrings. So, um, and if you are one of those, well, one of those. One of us, I should say, who do have like facial piercings. Like I remember when I applied for the library the first time. Uh, well, when I applied for the library, <laughs> I wasn't sure the policy on tattoos, so I covered all of them. <laughs> I have a, I have some on my arms, and so mm-hmm. I was just you know, and all, including the one on my wrist, which I wore a watch to kind of cover it, but I also wore a long sleeve shirt because I was just I didn't know what the culture was, and you know, librarians get we get a bad rap. So <laughs> some librarian systems are very conservative, conservative in the mm-hmm. way that they want you to dress. Harris County is it really like that? Like Not, well, Harris County's like yeah, <laughs> and it and like, it's pretty chill in the yeah. five six years that I've worked here. I think it's a lot more flexible. But I know I, I did take out, I put in uh, clear plugs for everything. Yeah. <laughs> so so that might be something that stuff. when if you do have piercings, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. might be something that you want to invest in is like clear plugs yep. for your various piercings mm-hmm. little clear studs they're yeah. cheap on amazon um and <laughs> i always have some just in case backups yeah i never know where I'm plain gonna go. studs yep. for your earrings yep. or you know something that's kind of classy yeah like um i don't wear earrings anymore i know well, my ears are pierced but i don't wear them anymore well they're not for everybody yeah. i i just i like the ease of like it's an easy accessory and I just I I like funny earrings like my little like the other day when I was wearing Bobby thought it was a leopard and I'm like no these are aliens from like the movie aliens (laughs) oh yeah I remember this because Israel got aren't you wearing sharks today yeah yeah I've got sharks on today and so but Israel got me these he's like I thought you I saw these and I thought of you and I was like oh my god I love these (laughs) it's like a dangling alien like he's it's almost like his body is going through my ear but I I absolutely love those earrings but I would never wear those on an earring even though they're classy and black shiny black but i would never wear this on an interview yeah because then you're just... like they might also be distracting too it, they go, yeah like, because they're trying to figure out what the heck is in her ear is that a leopard like, <laughs> yeah. no on there it's a xenomorph what is the xenomorph when it's in the chest cavity still i thought that was a chest burster okay yeah i don't know what the a- actual full-grown alien is I think it's just it's a alien? xenomorph is it still a xenomorph i think it's a xenomorph okay i don't know let us know <laughs> anyway so uh when you walk into the interview something mm-hmm. else you might want to check take with you is uh probably two copies of your resume yes a professional attitude positive mm-hmm. attitude mm-hmm. and um something to write with a yeah uh, something to write with a notepad or mm-hmm. a journal and a pen mm-hmm. Um, even if you don't, you're not really like a big note taker or a big journaler, it always really helps. Even if it's just like a plain spiral notebook that mm-hmm. you get for like 99 cents at Walmart or whatever. Yeah. Like it always helps to look one, like it makes sure that you are writing things, important things down mm-hmm. that, um, <laughs> you know, are, you're taking notes. They're going to be taking notes on you. So mm-hmm. 
you should probably do the same. Mm -hmm. It shows that you're an active listener and that you're somebody who's going to, who can pay attention and not like zone out when somebody's talking, Mm -hmm. which is an important job skill to have that like a lot of people don't have surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, make sure. Also helps if you, because they will give you an opportunity at the end of the interview to ask Mm -hmm. any questions. So if it, it would be helpful before the interview to kind of think of maybe one or two things that you want to ask specifically of the person that's interviewing you, either about the company, the job itself, not anything. We'll, we'll talk about what's appropriate and what's not, not appropriate necessarily <laughs> to ask, but this way you could have them written down in their notebook and you could reference them when you ask them. Mm-hmm. You could write down kind of what the answer is. And it, it just looks impressive, I think, especially if you're a teenager applying for your first job. It sets you apart from the from everybody else who's always just going to say, oh, I don't have any questions. And also with that notepad, you can write down some notes for yourself mm-hmm. so that you can reference that back. Like mm-hmm. when you do the interview, like they ask you, like, tell me about yourself. You can have some bullet points mm-hmm. like, I like this, I'm like this, yes. you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Where if you do get nervous, you yes. can check back with that mm-hmm. and then like, and keep yourself on track instead of rambling mm-hmm. nervously, which is what I do when I'm nervous. So, <laughs> like, and that was one of the major, I think one of the major breakthroughs in terms of me becoming a competitive applicant mm-hmm. for jobs was I realized, like, when I got nervous, I would ramble and not answer the question. Mm-hmm. And so I started bringing a journal in with me so that I could talk about, you know, hit the high points of me mm-hmm. and myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that made me look a lot more organized. Mm -hmm. It made me look prepared for Mm -hmm. the interview, Mm -hmm. not just like I walked in off the street and (laughs) happened to be wearing like, you know, business casual or whatever. (laughs) Um, And it made me, um, it kept me on task. Yes. Which I think is, um, because I think, you know, you don't want to, some people don't want to walk in with notes for an interview because, Mm -hmm. you know, it Mm -hmm. makes them look like they need to be reminded. I think every good hiring manager should be aware of the fact that this is not going to be you on the job. Mm -hmm. Like this is kind of a different presentation of you. Mm -hmm. They can still get a feel for what you're going to be like working for them when you have that, but like, or when you like have the interview, but um, like, it's not going to be necessarily like you like the authentic you it's going to be interview you Mm -hmm. so they're they're going to be i think understanding if you bring in a notepad and you need to hit these highlights of what you want to talk Mm -hmm. about i i also think it might be i don't know i think it looks good i don't think i don't don't see anything wrong with it like as someone who has could potentially interview i don't think that there's anything wrong with that because some people need that you know added comfort of having so that they don't ramble because not everybody's great at, at interviewing and they can get so overwhelmed yeah. with anxiety that yeah. they will just blank out. Like I have a friend who um, we were doing and actually we were doing a presentation and she just completely blanked and she, they asked her the question and she knew the answer. She, we had gone over, that was one of the questions we had prepared oh, for yeah, and like, they just, just blank. Yeah. So it, it's like when you present, you have a presentation in class or something like that. <laughs> like just blank out. You're going to have, you should have notes when you do that yes. presentation yes. or when you make that speech mm-hmm. because like 
you have no idea how you're going to react when you get up there. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't just wing it. No. So it's the same <laughs> same kind of logic. It yep. makes you look more prepared mm -hmm. because, you know, maybe you're going to be comfortable in that chair, but you have the notes just in case. Yes. So that you it's don't like waste now. everybody's time by yes. rambling. Yes. And, and, and again, that I think just even just knowing you have that will cut a lot of that anxiety down so that you are not, oh, God, did I forget something? Or, oh, God, this or, you know, whatever. It, it's just... It's for you. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I would hope that whoever is hiring and interviewing wouldn't have an issue with that either. Yeah. Um, I think if they have an issue with that, they're probably not a good manager. I'm going to mm -hmm. make that controversial statement. <laughs> yeah, probably here. not the best place. To probably work. <laughs> not the best place to work if they're not okay with you preparing and mm -hmm. being prepared for yeah. a position. Um, so some common interview questions. Mm -hmm. Can you think of one? Uh, yes. Tell me about a situation where you had to, um, tell me about a situation where a customer disagreed with you and what you did mm -hmm. to calm them down or to, you know, to take care of the situation. That's, that's yeah. a very common, especially us in a customer service. Yeah. And, and we work with directly with the public. And so I think that that's, you know, even when I applied with the seven person panel, I was going to be answering phones and I was going to be working in a and a specific department where people aren't happy to have to call us to begin with. So they really wanted that question was vital. They wanted to know how I would handle a disgruntled person. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. so that stuff like that, like where they ask you, like, there's going to be a lot of hypotheticals, but yes. there's also going to be a lot of questions that are specifically like about you and okay. your motivation. Okay. Yeah. So like a common one is going to be like, tell me about yourself. Mm -hmm. What are your strengths? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Um, so some of the, like to, so let's go through some ways to answer these questions okay. because like, I think tell me about yourself is the worst question that anybody can ever <laughs> ask so me vague. because it's, it's so vague, vague yes. and open-ended. Every yes. time somebody asks me that, I'm like, um, <laughs> it's a good idea to have some. Well, okay. my name is Nicole. <laughs> but this goes back to preparing your resume or yep. your resume. Remember, <laughs> we we talked about what do I put on there? Like, how do I kind of present myself? So mm -hmm. it goes back to that. So what you want to do is. And having your notes. And having your, your notes. Yes. So I would, um, prior to the interview, in order to prepare, I would probably sit down with my resume and go through it, read mm -hmm. my little declaration at the top, my little statement. Not necessarily write it down verbatim because that's not a good idea, but pull out keywords yes, from key that things, resume. Yes, key things, key stuff from your resume <laughs> that's going to, like, that you can reference in mm -hmm. your interview so that you can check back mm -hmm. to, like, it all seems very cohesive. Yes. Um, so it's all one person. Yeah. <laughs> and not, like, multiple person helped you write, like, the interview, you know, like, yeah. So it's, uh, so pick, I think I, I would pick... Um, keywords and like buzzwords from my yeah. my resume and then also just uh you know like i said your little bit of your personality needs to show through so you know i don't know how you like i'm a team player yeah <laughs> uh a good way to answer questions like a good framework to answer questions like tell me about yourself mm -hmm. is to do like a past present and future kind of thing okay so you say like talk about your past not your whole life story they no. don't need to know where you, where you were born and why like <laughs> your favorite name. color your mom's maiden name that kind of stuff they don't need to know that um i skinned my knee when but, i was five <laughs> yeah talk about your past like hi my name is nicole I, i've worked in 
libraries for five years now and I have a bachelor's degree from University of Houston. I've always mm -hmm. been interested in helping people, mm -hmm. um, which is what really attracted me to libraries in general. Mm -hmm. That's usually my stock answer when I get into oh, job okay. interviews. That's really good. Um, <laughs> thanks. Uh, then you're present. You're going to tell mm -hmm. your tell the interviewer how you got there or, you know, your previous experience that's relevant to, to the job. Mm -hmm. So like I was talking about, you know, like I have five years of experience in libraries and customer service, mm -hmm. and I like this job because I get to help people all day, and that's my whole job, mm -hmm. is to prov provide resources to the community and be creative in how those, I provide those resources. Mm -hmm. So, and then you talk about your future, mm -hmm. so that's like your goals and why you're interested in that job. Mm -hmm. So I've already covered this. Some of this is going to overlap a lot when you talk about it, but like it might be like, hey, my name's Jim. I really like movies and I, you know, I'm an honor student at such and such high school. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy movies and that's why I'm applying to AMC, but more than just movies, I really love helping people mm -hmm. and helping people have a really good movie experience. Mm -hmm. I always have really great, you know, like things like that. Yep. It helps um, prior to the interview to know a little bit about where you're applying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Can't stress that enough. Um, yep. Okay. So tell me a little bit about your strengths. Um, tell me a little bit about your strengths. Uh, it's a very common interview. It's a very um, common interview question. So, or something like, what are your greatest strengths? You do have notes. Strengths. <laughs> I told you I have notes. I came prepared. Um, what are your greatest I'm strengths? <laughs> or tell me about some of your strengths. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, don't just rattle off a list of things. Mm -hmm. Pick one or two things and uh, give examples about why they're yes. your greatest strengths, how mm -hmm. they're helpful. Interviewers always remember stories. That's kind of like anecdotes. Anecdotes. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like how our brains as humans are mm -hmm. built. Uh, we remember stories over just like lists. Random of, facts. Yeah, random facts that were given. It also shows that it's an actual scenario. Like it, it yeah, is an it's actual something experience. that actually comes into play. Like you're not just pulling something out of your butt. Like yeah. you're actually like. <laughs> It's also like probably be best to mention something that's mentioned on your resume. Mm -hmm. um, so if your greatest strength is your ability to stay cool under pressure, tell them about the time you were with your friends and one of your friends got hurt and had to go to the hospital and mm -hmm. you were able to kind of manage that situation. Yep. Or if your greatest strength is that you're a good listener, tell them about a time you helped a friend by listening to the, their problems and help them address it. Mm -hmm. Or a customer or you know something like that if you have work experience because if you are a good listener guaranteed there are times when <laughs> you have listened to somebody really listened to somebody and were able to help them i always find that it's helpful to have these prepared little anecdotes ready to go and ref and fresh in my mind like i yeah. ask myself these questions every single time before an interview Another uh, really common question <laughs> is, what do you consider to be your weaknesses? Mm -hmm. So um, no humble brags uh, <laughs> here um, or I'm always late, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> don't, uh, say that. don't say that in an interview. No. Um, think of something that you struggle with mm -hmm. and something that you're working to improve. Mm -hmm. My stock answer, which again, my stock answer is like, I give these same answers in every job interview. <laughs> um, anybody who's like, <laughs> I'm sure are the hiring manager that's in on every job interview is sick of hearing me talk about it because like <laughs> I give the same answers. Is it your attention? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
my stock answer is I have a tendency to take on too much and I end up burning myself out. I'm working on this by relying on my team more and asking for help when I need it, but also being realistic about my time and managing my time and projects better so that I don't get burned out. Mm -hmm. So that's my stock answer. Mm -hmm. That's what I give every single time I'm <laughs> asked that question because that's something that like I know is an issue. It's actually an issue. It's not just like, mm -hmm. you know, Yes, I am always late for everything, but like, <laughs> I'm not going to say that in an interview no. because like, then they're going to think I'm never going to show up. Like right. in my mind, always late is like, I'm five minutes late all the time right. yeah. to them. Always late is like two hours, yeah. <laughs> um, you no know what call, I'm saying? No or no call, no show <laughs> kind of thing. So don't ever mention that, but be mm -hmm. like, you know, if you are always late and that is your greatest weakness, be like, well, you know, I, I need to work on my time management skills and then yeah. talk about the steps that you are taking in order to work on that time management. Mm -hmm. Like when somebody asks you what your greatest weakness, they're not trying to figure out like, okay, what's wh wrong with you? <laughs> why does Gabby suck? They're trying to figure <laughs> out like, can Gabby identify what she needs to work mm -hmm. on and then take steps to improve. Yes. And that's a really important skill to have that not everybody does have. Correct. Yeah. So, um, I mean, be realistic. No humble brags. Like, I'm always working too hard. Like, I, I am I, always working too I hard. I do. I, I either... I One of three things. I will either say exactly what you said where I take too much on. I don't necessarily say I get burnt out. I just say I, I take too much work on and I'm... Like I have no time for anything else. I'm in the zone. So I, that can, which can be a real issue if you're supposed to be focusing on multiple things at once and you kind of pour all your energy into this one thing that can be a yes. negative thing. The other thing is I do work too hard. <laughs> well, yeah, like, like a lot of people do work I, too hard, but like saying that in an interview is going to be like, you know, I just work too hard. Like it's going to come off. Even I don't if you ever say, say like, it uh, like that. Like, I, I no, I, I mean, even if you say it like a normal person, like it does come off like that. But the other thing I say is I, I get bored easily, which is completely true. Like once I know the ins and outs of my job, I have to look for something else to add to my plate because I've just become so efficient at the thing that I'm already doing right. that my uh, my focus strays. And so like I don't have attention um, problems, I guess, or not. I, I don't have attention. Like I don't have focus uh, necessarily issues the way that maybe you do, but I do... And it's not just in my work life, it's in my personal life as well. Like I just, three years seems to, you know, however long it takes me to get to get to something and do it really well, I'm looking for something else. I'm looking for the next thing. So it's just, it's difficult to stay in my lane, <laughs> I guess sometimes. Um, so another common question is, how did you hear about this position? Internets. On the internet, <laughs> yes. Uh, if you heard about it from your friend, Billy, be sure to tell them that you heard about it. Billy said that you were, because, you know, you've got that connection already. Mm -hmm. If you found it on a j random job website or walking in and mm -hmm. applying, be sure to tell them why you chose that job specifically. Mm -hmm. Don't oh. tell them because the starting pay was such and such. <laughs> uh... Don't ever mention pay at, during the actual interview portion of the interview so when we go okay <laughs> it uh, needs to be reserved for this this end. is a good segue into our next topic our next question which is why do you want to work for that for why do you want to work at this company mm -hmm. uh you should be prepared for this question everybody asks it yeah don't say because the money's good um <laughs> and here's a real a real like if we're gonna be real about this like no one really wants to work at the company that they start their first job at no um i did not want to work at papa's barbecue catering <laughs> 
AMC was your first job. No, it was not. That was the first one I interviewed for. I did not get that job. (laughs) So you may have to make some stuff up. (laughs) Which, again, this goes back. You're, You're laughing, but this goes back to being prepared for these situations. So I'm not going to sit here and, and, and lie on our podcast, which is your baby, my step baby. <laughs> and say you that pay child support for this movie. <laughs> and say that I don't that everything that comes out of my mouth during my interview is completely one hundred percent true. I'm not gonna say <laughs> it's sugar it's a lot of it sometimes it's sugar coated and um, sometimes scenarios are completely made up. So, well, you know, like there's a certain they, amount of like scenarios may not have necessarily happened to you, but something yeah. similar happened Correct. and you get the gist across. Correct. And so, that's the important thing. Right. So d- when they ask you, why do you want to work for this company? Brutal honesty is not the best policy no, here. <laughs> no. And neither is anything about money. I don't think it's, it's uncouth. It's, it's unlike couth. <laughs> well, something about there is a time and a place in a job interview where you will be able to talk about the money that Correct. you expect. But like I said, not during the actual interview portion of yeah. the interview. You will know when that time yes, comes they because will they will say, <laughs> yes, <laughs> they will ask for your input about it. But so what, what are some examples of the things that you could say? Like, so some stuff like a good answer is I came to your store and I see how everybody is friendly and we're working together. Together and I really like that. Mm-hmm. I want to help people, and I like how your co- your employees help customers. Mm-hmm. I really like helping people get organized and working with computers, mm-hmm. like or you know things like that. Bad answers might be. Um, my friend said that this job was really easy, oh, and God, so I, you don't really have to do anything. So, oh my God, that's so or bad. you guys pay more than minimum wage. Oh, man. Um, or <laughs> you're a few minutes from my house. <laughs> Yes, also bad. So, like, maybe don't tell them the real, like, practical reasons. Maybe right. say, like, what do you, what, when you worked, walked into this room and you saw, you were like, uh, I can deal with that. Like, uh, <laughs> look on the brighter side of things. Yeah. Like, you know, so even if maybe you have to sugarcoat a little bit, yeah. A little bit. Just have something prepared. And I would even say, run that response by a couple people <laughs> who have a little bit more experience interviewing and in the job uh you know job market if you if this is your first interview yeah just to make sure that it sounds put together that it doesn't sound cringy <laughs> um, because to you it may sound very well thought out and excellent yeah. and then you say it out loud and people and are like, like i wow. cannot believe you just said that oh like, my god <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like oh really you're gonna say that That's um another is uh uh similar to that like why do you want this job mm-hmm. the same as above brutal honesty is not the best policy here no. some good answers are i like challenges and learning new things and i know this job will challenge me that's what i said for papa's barbecue catering a job that i hated um <laughs> i liked to put a smile on people's faces. Uh, I want to work in the medical field and I want to get experience early. That's like if you're applying to a doctor's office mm-hmm. to help them at the front desk or something like yeah. that. You know, um, I like working with the public and this job will give me lots of opportunities to interact to, with yes. my community and help, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, just yeah. like all these answers are, well, you wrote this down in your notes, but I'm pulling a lot of this out of my butt. So, yeah, <laughs> but this so, is again, good answer. 20 years of wait, how old am I? How old are you? 39, 20. Minus 16, 23? Uh-huh. 
23 years. Do you want to know how old I am in comparison to how long you've been working? Shut up. 23 years of of experience applying. Now, granted, I'm going to tell you my story about my first job because it's so short. I, it was after, it was the end of the school year. It was the last day of school. Mm -hmm. And my best friend, because I didn't drive, I hate driving. Um, So she was driving me and she's like, hey, I got to go to HB real quick. To drop off my application because her older sister worked there and she was like she told me that such and such manager was going to be there i should drop off my application he's got he's got a few minutes to talk to me so i said okay so i got out of the car and i went with her she was dressed in her regular school clothes like nothing fancy uh maybe she had a little bit extra makeup on because she always had a full face but she had a little bit extra whatever she had done her hair and i sat in the interview with with her yeah. As he looked over her resume, or like not even the resume, she didn't have the a resume, it was the application. Yeah. And he just said, so you want to work here, huh? And then she's like, yeah, you know, she had like some statements prepared because her sister hadn't prepared her. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, it looks pretty good. You're hired. And then he's like, hey, it looked, turned to me and said, why are you here? And I said, oh, I just, you know, she was my ride. And he's like, would you like a job? And I was like, well, what do I have to do? And he's just like, you just have to fill out this application. And I was like, sure. And he looked that over and he's like, okay, you're hired too. That was it. I went home and my mom was so mad. <laughs> She's like, you were supposed to just come home from school. That you have a job? And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so some jobs are like that, where you yeah. walk in and they're like, oh, can you, like, <laughs> count to three? Um, <laughs> can uh, you write well enough that I can read your handwriting yeah. on this application? Like, some jobs are going to be like that. Yeah. So most of them will not be. Yeah, um, no. But it was, a, it was a very enjoyable job. I, so and My the- first job interview, I applied to AMC Movie Theaters. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those days where they do, like, a huge, like, batch of interviewees. <laughs> God, so- My mom bought me a pair of slacks so that I could go to the interview because I didn't have nice pants. Uh, <laughs> I went in sat down I was 16 years old and the guy started asking me a bunch of questions and I answered them and he asked me why do you want this job and I said well I need money so that I can go on a choir trip and oh god did you really say <laughs> I did. that oh I didn't god. actually want the job uh to be fair <laughs> obviously that's why you didn't get it yeah that's why I didn't get it and the guy was like he was very obviously used to interviewing idiot teenagers because he was like oh okay and made a note on his that's a hard no and I was like cool so I didn't get this job (laughs) (laughs) and I went downstairs my mom was downstairs waiting for me because I didn't have my driver's license I went downstairs into the parking garage and she asked me if I got the job and I said no And you were like, mom, take that. Because they were like trying to get me to get a summer job and they never tried to give me a summer job again. So (laughs) took care of that. Yeah. Um, That's hilarious. See, here you were trying not to get a job and here I was like not even wanting one and getting one. And I was like, oh, good. Another really common interview question is why should we hire you? Mm. Um, Talk yourself up. Mm -hmm. This is the time for the brag. This is the time for the bragging. (laughs) Remember all of those skills that you put on your resume. Like you spent all that time brainstorming those skills. Mention them here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This also goes another tip uh, on this is if there is a job posting, go through it with a fine tooth comb and really understand what it is that you're going to be asked to do. Like what are your job duties as assigned <laughs> or, uh, and kind of bring that in to the interview and into your answers as well. I always tailor my resume, like the cover letter that I submit with my resume exactly like pull straight snippets of the job posting and put it in because not only is that, like if there's a robot look going through, combing through, not for this job necessarily, but 
You know what I mean? Like, if there's yeah. a bunches of... They usually do that as well. Like, they will highlight certain keywords that mm-hmm. they are looking for in someone's resume. So, I always do that. Um, and then I also just have some prepared answers to explain why I'm going to be great at checking out customers or whatever. Not checking out that way. But you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> working in the register at, you know, whatever place you're going to be working at. Another really common question is, tell me about a challenge or a conflict that you faced with someone and how you dealt with it. Oh, man, so one. this can be someone as in like a coworker mm-hmm. or somebody as in like a customer. Don't tell them about the time that you fought with your best friend over your crush. <laughs> Um, don't tell them about the time that you got into a fist fight at school. Um, your interview is looking for an example that shows that you can face a conflict in- resolution, interpersonal amicably. problem <laughs> head on and find a, re- a resolution for that. So yes. my stock answer is that one time I, I really disagreed with how I was being treated by a coworker. I thought that they were being really rude and disrespectful to me and questioning my judgment after I got angry. Initially, I calmed down and listened to her cri- criticism and tried to look at it analytically. Hmm. I went to her and I talked to her about her tone with me when she didn't stop the disrespectful behavior. I went to her supervisor and asked him to mediate between us. After that, she was still rude and disrespectful to me, but I learned to distance myself from the situation and be professional even when she wasn't and reported her to my supervisor as I was asked and let our supervisor take it from there. Mm -hmm. So that's my stock answer. That was something that happened to me when I was working at the University of Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, it was one of our reference, part-time reference librarians was being very rude to me and uh, disrespectful. Those librarians, I think they know everything. So so speaking as someone who might, again, <laughs> interview and hire somebody, I think it's, it's great that the answer included you trying to resolve the issue on your own and then you being mature enough to go to the person, even though you're having a conflict in that act maturely and professionally because that's another thing and then you um sought help when you basically got to the end of <laughs> your recourse sorry the sneezes yeah <laughs> sneezing in her children's library and sneezing in the background um and then were able to hand it off and it didn't affect your overall performance in your job your relationship with your other co-workers your relationship yeah because everybody else hated her too um (laughs) (laughs) but uh so and i didn't mention that either that everybody hated her right so it wasn't petty because your answer wasn't petty that's no uh even though i feel very petty about this (laughs) literally like six years not even six years later like three years later i still feel very like saw her on the street and i'd throw a slushie at her out the car window (laughs) with this kind of thing you want to focus on the facts of the situation not Mm -hmm. so much like oh man i hated her so much yeah Less on the emotions and more on the... um, Like literal facts of what you did to resolve this situation. Yeah, just the facts. They're not trying to see, did you fix the problem? They want to know how you handled the problem and were you able to overcome the problem or the situation? So I think that that shows more maturity and growth than just saying, hee hee, I won. Like, you know, like, hee hee, she got fired. Um, (laughs) And then the same way if you're asked about like that situation with a customer... Another really common answer is, or a really common question is, uh, how many hours a week can you work? Mm. Be realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if you're still in high school. <laughs> uh, pro- make sure that they, you tell them how many hours you can work in an average week. Mm-hmm. One of the big mistakes I made was telling them how many hours I can work in a busy week, uh, which is like six. Um, 
Another really common question, which we talked about earlier, when you mention money, this is the time to mention money. What salary are you expecting? Yes. Again, this is prompted by be realistic. the interviewer. So yes, this is, this is okay. the interviewer asking you. <laughs> so you're not going to mention off the bat, off the top in the very first <laughs> question. I expect 30000 a year. Yeah. Like, that's not. I need money for stuff. <laughs> no. So again, be realistic. Mm-hmm. Most jobs will have some sort of salary range posted in the job description. Make sure that you make a note of this in your notepad that you're definitely going to bring into the job interview and say something in that salary range. Mm -hmm. Uh, And don't go, if you have no job experience whatsoever. Don't go for the high range. Don't (laughs) go for the high range because, like, honestly, that doesn't make sense. (laughs) It it really doesn't. Um. (laughs) Like, I know that you, you probably are very hardworking, you're very smart, you're capable but you have no experience. <laughs> you gotta go. You I do not never... know how to work the register. No, I would go mid to low. Mid, mid to, to low. low. I think that's a fair. And if you do have experience, again, I think mid is still a good mid, yeah. mid to So if the job range is seven fifty to nine fifty, maybe say like eight dollars an hour mm-hmm. is your is your expected yeah. salary yeah and there are some jobs that won't ask so don't even don't bring yeah it. don't even bring it up and so, again so if they don't bring it up and they don't mention anything about how much you're going to be getting paid or what kind of salary you can expect um just don't bring it up it, it it's just not that's not worth it <laughs> i mean there's going to be a portion at the end where if you genuinely do not know how much this comp this job compensates there's going to be a portion at the end where the interviewer asks you, do you have any questions for me? And that is the time that you ask, what is the expected salary compensation for this job? Mm-hmm. And the interviewer will say, give you an answer. Don't ask follow-up questions. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just be like, write okay, eight fifty an hour. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Also another good, okay, so let's go, now are we at the portion where the employer is going to ask you what kind yes. of questions? Okay. Yes. So another really good question, and this may Again, if this is your first job that you're applying for, this may not even be anywhere on your radar, but benefits (laughs) are always good to know about. Like, so if you're going to be a part-time employee, a lot of times companies don't provide too many benefits for part-time employees, but there could be some. Unless apparently you're Lowe's, who has like a huge benefits package. Well, hey, there you go. According to Vicky. That who also, yeah, <laughs> she's not her name. No, it's not. Vicky, who works here, one of our other employees at Octavia Fields, mm-hmm. she's like, Lowe's gives you paid time off for a little low. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Why was Lowe's, I working at Lowe's this had, whole time? I know. I have heard that uh, Lowe's has very good benefits and a very good um, Yeah, so if you're applying, so. go check out Lowe's. Yeah, Lowe's is, if you don't mind wearing shorts every day. You get to meet Vicky if you work at the company. I know. Yeah, that would be amazing. If you're able to work full time asking about benefits like what kind of medical am I going to have and this again may not matter when you're super super young but everybody gets sick and you're going to want to know like do I have hours to like can I bank hours for sick leave um and you know what happened to how many vacation days do I get because I'm going to plan you know plan don't necessarily say I'm planning a vacation to Disney in, in you know blah 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 time but these are things that you have to think about and again they may not matter too too much when you're first starting out in your job career experience life but they will they will eventually (laughs) yeah they will matter to you in the long run um another good question to ask that i always ask is what's the work environment like here Mm -hmm. that gives you a good impression of like how the employees interact with each other how the manager views the employees interacting with each other i always ask like how much notice do you give before giving out the work schedule what does a typical shift look like Mm -hmm. how will i be trained Mm -hmm. how long have you been with this company Mm -hmm. 
what's the best part about working here? Who will I work with most closely or who will I work with closely? Like mm -hmm. who am I going to literally day to day mm -hmm. be forced to interact with? <laughs> yeah. And if it, depending on the position, uh, like for this, for when I applied for assistant ma branch manager at Parker Williams, I did ask like, what do you see as the, for the, the future of the position? Like, how do you see my role adapting or changing? That's a really good question to ask because like, it may actually, like you may, your manager may have goals for your mm -hmm. position that yep. you need to know about up front because like, can you, Sarah could have said like, yeah, I expect you to do like ESL mm -hmm. and citizenship <laughs> and then like do baby story time <laughs> and you'd be like, mm, this isn't a job for me. Thanks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would have been like, ooh, this is going to be a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> About that. Um, but I mean, Sarah wouldn't do that. But no. like, yeah, like, so that I, might I be something that you're expected to. <laughs> and in a job where, like, you have a generic posting, like, the county posts a lot of, like, generic posting. Mm -hmm. They're all the same for so, the positions. They're, like, like my job here is, like, I do a lot of team programming. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of social media stuff. That's not what it says in my job description. No, it is not. Um, so <laughs> if somebody, like, interviews for my position here and asks, like, hey, what am I expected to do here? And the manager says, like, you know, you have the, your job duties. But then the manager says, well, we need somebody to run the team programming. Mm -hmm. You're going to be like... Maybe I don't want to do that. Another really, uh, I think it's a really good question is, why do you think I should work for this company? Ooh, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me why I should work for you. <laughs> I always ask that question. It's always fun because the hiring manager always goes, um, <laughs> like they always have to take like a minute to be like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> am I interviewing right now? Did I get the job? Kind of flips the, turns the table yeah. around. But it gives you um, a little bit of insight of how Into, the manager like, feels about the yeah, company. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can tell from there, like, if they're really passionate and they like their job, like, mm -hmm. they're going to give you, like, you know, this is what I really love about working here. And if they kind of don't really care about the job, they're going to be like, well, you get this benefit and there's this benefit and, like, a bunch of stock answers. Yeah. I mean, every job interview where you've, I've asked questions at the end, I've always uh, noticeably impressed the interviewer. And I think I, it just, like I said, this goes back to being prepared for the interview. And I think it looks impressive from a It also like makes it look like you were thinking about this job. Exactly. Uh, don't ask like a hundred. No. Uh, four or five yeah. is good. Like, yeah. And depending on how long the interview has gone on, even... I would say maybe like two or three. Depending, make, yeah, make sure make you sure track the time. Yeah, like, and make sure that they are the most, like put them in order of priority. Yeah, of the ones that most... you really want. Okay, so now we've completed the interview, we've shaken hands with the interviewer, and we're walking out of the office and we're taking, you know, whew, a big breath. Like, well, that's over, thank God. <laughs> what now? What can you expect after the interview? Oh, so... that's all. that might be a good question to ask, like, uh, when can what's I hear the next step? Yeah, <laughs> yes, um, is also a good question to ask. Yeah, question. what's the next step here? When will I hear from you? And mm. that's a good segue because usually that's the most of the place the they they will close at yep. the end. So it's like a little segue, like mm -hmm. you know, like I'm done with my question portion. Let's go. Let's back go to back you. to you. <laughs> um, they will review the applicants mm -hmm. um, and then give you another call or send you an email or mm -hmm. something of that nature. Mm -hmm. You may be called back in for a second interview. Mm -hmm. Uh, depending which, on the job, yeah. Yeah, depending on the job, which will probably be more of the same. Mm -hmm. And you possibly with someone higher up the ladder. Up the ladder, yeah. 
eventually you'll hear that you got the job or you'll hear that you didn't get the job or you won't hear it all, which Mm -hmm. sucks. Um, I think I really wish that they would at least notify you and say you were not selected. And the county I think is the pretty county good. is yeah. pretty good about that. Yeah. It doesn't but take much effort not. to send a form letter that says Correct. we are considering somebody else. Yeah, like that kind of thing. And it's usually the um, entry level uh, jobs where a lot of people are applying for the yeah. same position where you won't hear back. So don't be discouraged yeah. if McDonald's never calls you. I got I had a friend who interviewed at Chili's and got ghosted, and she's very salty about the situation and brings it up in every conversation. <laughs> I mean, with good reason. It's that's being it ghosted. It, it really does. does because you put all this time and effort yep. into this position. And it seems like they don't care. And, and sometimes you get good vibes. Yeah, you you feel like you did really you, well. You want to know what went wrong. Exactly. Um, this is kind of like a general timeline. It isn't necessarily like set in stone mm-hmm. or and every job standard. Is mm-hmm. And every job is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, but your interview after you apply, like is going to be like two to three weeks, mm-hmm. right? I it, think that's if fair. they call you for mm-hmm. an interview. Um, Sometimes less if it's a second interview that they're trying mm-hmm. to, but so you'll, you'll interview with them and the, you'll hear back probably about one to two weeks mm-hmm. on whether or not you got the job. Um, you may not hear back. You may hear back sooner. You may not hear back at all. Like mm-hmm. we said, the job offer will come back in maybe about a week or when you hear back, like they'll tell you like, Hey, you got the job. Mm-hmm. You know, here's our formal offer. Mm-hmm. We're going to hire you at such and such salary. Mm-hmm. When you hear that you're getting an offer, it may take a little bit for them to draw that up in writing. Mm-hmm. Some places like have like a formal contract that yep. they draw up. And then there, there may also be stipulations like uh, high, like what is it? Employment. So like, they may, when you hear back, when I applied for the yeah, County, um, I heard back and I was offered the job conditional on a drug test. Yes, correct. And you may, or it may be contingent on like a background check. Yes. You know, Usually that, that they'll kind of do, thing. depending on the job, they may do both. <laughs> like the county does both. They, yeah. Those things take a while. Yeah, like they're literally the like background test they're submitting. Yeah, so. it, it's a lot to do. Yeah. Like, and it's and a the lot drug of paperwork test can too. also take a little bit of time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the laboratory has to take some time to to process to process that as well yeah so so you'll get a maybe conditional offer and mm-hmm. then like accept that offer so yeah. i would say like a job acceptance offer acceptance would be like up to a week mm-hmm. at most mm-hmm. the employer is going to ask you like they're not going to be in limbo forever no you may give it be given like a set amount of time like we need to hear back from you by monday mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. It, it does put the pressure on you like if you've got a bunch of job offers or you're waiting for one to come in and it hasn't come in yet and you got this one on the table or yeah that's why the spreadsheet again is really helpful that, yeah, yeah because, keeping the spreadsheet because you can put down the salary that you were offered take a look at the benefits package that because that's mm-hmm. also a time where they will kind of formally explain to you in more What's, detail what yeah, the benefits package in the includes. job offer yeah exactly so so you can make a more informed decision. Do I hold out for this other job, which I think I might like better, or do I go with this one since they're offering me the job? But what you don't want to do is accept the job and then be like, actually, JK. Yeah, like it's not respectful. I don't think it's respectful. And no. it's just, it um, doesn't look very professional either. No. Because if you're applying into a specific industry, mm-hmm. like people Everybody talk. knows each other. <laughs> yeah, like 
you know, they might say like, hey, Mike ghosted me after I offered him this really great job so that mm -hmm. he could take up a job with the Astros, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like everybody else is like, oh man, that's Mike the ghoster. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so make sure that you're aware of that. Like when you're applying for an interview and you're afterward, like mm -hmm. you are comporting yourself continually in a professional manner. Yes. Your interview is still going on. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Until that day. That, you're even... still in public, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't pick your nose yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Until the day you show up for your first day of work. And then at that point, it's a different type of interview. <laughs> You're still on, you know, so just act accordingly. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else to No, I think that was really, the... I think that was a really good episode, yeah. um, considering that we've been gone for so long. Oh, yeah. yeah that's... <laughs> We're professionals. We are professionals. We can do this. I We're think, sitting uh... in a dark closet. <laughs> With Vicky outside, probably listening to everything we were saying. <laughs> it's okay. okay. This is What Does That Even Mean? An Adulting 101 podcast uh, hosted by the Octavia Fields Library. Again, my name is Gabby, and I'm here with Nicole. And we're so happy that you keep listening, and we hope that you continue to listen to us. Yeah. How can you, they um, reach us on our social media? What are we on Instagram? We are Octavia Fields Library on Instagram. And on Facebook. Octavia Fields Library. And then on that Twitter. Just Octavia Fields. <laughs> We're not can... a library on Twitter. <laughs> That's true. We're just Octavia Fields. Um, and you can We've also... ask to change it. <laughs> and they told us no. <laughs> yeah, they told us no. Um, to make it easier for us. But no, they said no. Sign up for summer reading. Please. Yeah. We got great prizes. Yeah. It's b uh, hcpl.beanstack, B-E-A-N-S-T-A-C-K dot O-R-G. Or .com. Apparently it goes to the same people. Oh, okay. But okay. And this is neither here nor there or anywhere. <laughs> just like... It's a Dr. Seuss novel. Uh <laughs> Remember, do your research mm -hmm. as always. And if there are any topics you guys want to hear about, let us know on social media. Or if you hate us, let us know on social media because we still get those stats. Yeah, but don't, don't Like if you us. say mean things, we still get stats for that. So But I'll be really sad. You don't want to make me sad. <laughs> Uh, I make Gabby sad every day. It's fine. <laughs> she Thanks. gets over it pretty quick. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>